Hey, welcome to the Six of Discs. This is episode two. It's titled Power, Wisdom, and Courage. And these are the three names of the original Triforces, or at least an early iteration of that. And I use this title in honor of virtue. Instead of signaling that I'm talking about virtue, I figure I'll lure you in with some video game subconsciousery and lick your brains to call that way. Uh, I'm sorry, What we just got a uh, little feedback in the thing. What I said was, and help to educate you that way, or entertain you, or entertain you, Kate. But without much further ado, this is the part in the show where those who have donated at the executive producer level, the associate executive producer level, will get their names and credits read, and any kind of augmentation they're making to their gear. Uh, this value-for-value role-playing game is coming along, and I'm really glad to be part of it. Like, it's such an exciting thing i can't even don't forget the invisibles reading group is coming up on 11 11 you have until 11 11 p.m well really don't 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 i'll tell you what you have until 11 11 a.m i'm taking 12 hours hiatus that's fair now this is out there 11 11 a.m on 11 11 you have until then to sign up Oh boy, <laughs> I hope people listen to this anyway so uh yeah we've covered all that so without further ado Welcome to the Six of Discs. Hey, welcome back to the Six of Discs. This is episode two of the Six of Discs, and this is my solo show where I get to talk about whatever topics on my mind. As we go forward in the show, you will see a dramatic improvement in the preparation for these. At this time, I'm going by my traditional new chapter, if you will, version of stream of consciousness with regard to a topic at hand, and thank God we have a topic like we do tonight, which has a sweet numerical, numerological limiter on the amount of uh, trepidatious trespassings and other travails that tend to be uh, tangential. So, that being said, Totally tits, baby. We're ready for the show. <laughs> this is also a show that is dedicated to improving the overall consciousness of this world. Uh, even though, you know, it's like you don't have to take it seriously all the time. It's kind of important to take it seriously at other times. <laughs> Depends on what you're going for. But in this regard, I have dedicated in the next 42 minutes or so to the topic of the virtues right like what virtues are and in particular as i say the virtues i should say virtue itself but we will be talking about it in terms of the virtues and i think it's important to begin what we're talking about with the concept of where I'm trying to ultimately go with why we're talking about virtue, instead of burying the lead, one of the realest things that I could do with this is impart some focus on the internal landscape where the real change starts from, if that's your thing, if you're trying to do something, even if it's like you just want to, like, trompe le monde, you know, I mean... It's going to be a more effective way to be that prankster, right? Merrily, merrily. Life is but a... So, you know, here's a golden apple for the prettiest one if we can. I'm going to give you guys uh, 
what virtue is. Uh, half the half the audience might be on the same page, half might not, but I'm just going to lay it out the best that I understand it. And the reason I'm talking about it is because this is the ethereal substance, the creamy, creamy astral deliciousness that is the actual substance of transformation and change, transmogrification of the actual extant astral entity. That's you. That's me. That's everyone. That's every human hearing this, right? What you really are, you can't hide from, you know? You can build up a story and think that you're all set on your circuits of different connections in yourself. And I mean, like, you know, I guess, like... (laughs) Ideally, those with the most knowledge and awareness of being would never need to hear this because they've mastered these fundamental concepts. But I feel it's important for all of us to, on our way, if you're if you're at this point, let's look at um, what the virtues are and what virtue is. Because virtue is commonly, let's talk about what we first think about. Like, is virtue, oh, at this point, we can even say it's reduced, reduced, reduced by the meta-contextualization of everything to something that you could think of as, like, the first thing that comes to mind would be even virtue signaling. So what, bringing it down from, like, the most aramonic or, you know, dehumanized or even just, like, you know, it's distasteful, like, if someone virtue signals. Like, what is that? You know, it's like stolen valor, isn't it? Because it's the same idea of earning something that's real or fake. And this is also interesting because we talk about like Orson Welles's F is for fake, like <laughs> what is an authentic? And I think that's the virtue inside like the f- the artist who faked the Picassos and how Picasso could even fake Picassos. It's the virtue within. It's that jazz or funk or real Irish feel. I'm trying to get across like a Celtic feel. It's very interesting. I'm thinking about the different kinds of like lineages that build me up. It's like, wow, it's really neat. I'm still learning um, the uh, the different, the partially Celtic, like Gaelic, and I'm like all tor- the the point is is that I'm learning about all these things that are the virtues within my own lineage, and um, it's really interesting to me. I've never really dug this deeply in. I've always been raised to kind of like focus on my own ego or what the society was doing or this that the other thing, and I think it's important to dig into whatever you know, this astral realm has for you, if that's your bag, and it is for me at this time, so what are the virtues that make me up? And just as we can destroy our planetary fates in a way, the same with choosing who you are always, no matter what tribe or whatever you come from, that's who you are inside, you know, that thing that can't be faked, the jazz, the real, that Tao almost, and that's getting us into this, what I want to start getting us into here, because when we talk about what virtue is, it's that thing that really is behind the mask. You know, you cannot fake it. The mojo to keep coming around to these almost musical, you know, song of the spheres metaphors. <laughs> um, and what you are is the virtue. So, like, a thing with a magical correspondence has a particular virtue that harmonizes for whatever, you know, the function of the reality is, okay? We're not going to go all the way down that. But when I say that you are what you are inside, and to bring it really to the next part of what I'm saying, because you've gotten the essence, you've rocked the essence of what I'm saying, the idea is that in any kind of principle, like a magic wand, for example, it had the virtue of the ability to command water, for example. Why? Because it had a particular mathematical, if you will, 
law of coding within it that bent the frequency of however the dynamics of this world manifests according to that virtue or in this dynamized praxis version the will it, will as expressed and i think that love under will kind of concept comes back around to being able to master right these four virtues within oneself and it's just the parable in a way for the four elements in another way maybe there's uh, something that is related to that and isn't in other levels right like all good things in life uh like all things and everything i suppose not always so shinryu suzuki would say of course it's also the four different directions we can tie into these things and that has a myriad of implication of course the same thing goes with the four levels of creation so i mean like according to particular uh theological or other mystical traditions right so you also come to find in the chinese tradition they have the concept of day um day day is a key concept i'm reading right now in chinese philosophy usually translated inherent character feel me now see this is why we're reading this my um my inlet to magic originally i suppose besides like the white magic books that i would read as a kid <laughs> i'm not even kidding now around the time i discovered dungeons and dragons and barely got into it but it was so cool to me like the dragons and the mystical aspect and then yeah these candle burning books for white love spells and other things like that that was that was some inlet to me and uh the enchanted fox in medway massachusetts you know going there as a youth but really for me it was when i was at least you know at this period in my life i mean i have to look at what saturn it is and all that jazz on my chart but when i was about mm, 20 21 i got into Mantak Cha and the multi-orgasmic man and this whole concept that the Chinese had of how the body is the microcosmic or um, <laughs> the microcosmic um, universe compared to the macrocosmic and this ties into like iron shirt qigong and other tai chi practices which are part of when I'm fully dynamic part of my full practice which is why we return today inner power integrity Oh, there it is. Synchronicity again. Integrity. <laughs> so, yeah, that's going to be a thing coming out, guys. Just be aware. Um, <laughs> so we need to ride that in the positive way, in the right way, and use it and actually integrate, right? So integrate, when you integrate something. Uh, isn't that great that we can see that it's the virtue? And so when you look at things, and you don't have to do, use a system, but it, it's there for us at the ready, and we're going to discuss it. Um, bringing it across the aisle, if you will, or the pond or whatever, the meridian, I don't know, across to something or other, the horizon, oh boy, yeah, good luck crossing the horizon, number nine, 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 and so forth. The idea is that when you look at the Western conception of virtue now, um, translating, jumping straight from the concept, because we'll, we're gonna we're gonna caduceus like swim back and forth, but we have um, the cardinal virtues, if you will, in the Western tradition, and I'm I'm painting broad strokes, painting broad strokes, broad strokes, but it's good enough, um, you know. Uh, <laughs> the, is it a key? Look for the slightest sign of hanky panky. Um, prudence, courage, temperance, and justice are just how this uh, one quick uh truthiness bastion website has i will however read you briefly from the gareth knight the magical world of the tarot 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 what guys what's a tarot 
going to have to learn about that thing later. In the tarot, though, whatever this mystical tarot is, my first tarot was the Alice in Wonderland tarot. Gift you. Speaking of fools and magicians, FM, Friday, Monday, Miller Foster, magician. <laughs> cool. Um, yeah, it's fun to play with my name. Uh, Nathan and Lee. Those are my first names, and Miller and Foster, those are my last names. Got Twin Twin Peaks going on, and uh, Lee is like I-E-L, because Gematria substitute the vowels, I-E-L. My first name kind of is like a two-part Nathaniel, the I-E-L being uh, holy energy, electric fire, in a way, like Indiana Jones arc, and uh, that's holy, like in the Final Fantasy series magic, uh, and then you get Nathan being the gift, so the holy gift. And that's really cool. So diversions or discursions, discursions, okay, or uh, <laughs> distractions um, now uh, dispelled. We have strength, temperance, justice, and of course, uh, oh, I'm sorry, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm not sorry, sorry, not sorry, but I'm reading, uh, I'm jumping ahead, I'm doing the, I'm jumping the, what, what's going on? What's he doing? Well, in fact, Gareth Knight finds a way to tie the four, classical virtues which are translated into the translations of the of what he calls four principal tarot cards and i'm going to get into that right now but frankly let's just name the classical virtues uh in other ways so you would also have wisdom courage temperance and strength you could also have um let me see oh, i guess uh courage no, I'm, I'm, we should we we should we should be glad for an editing button, but we're not doing that. So we're gonna say they have um, wisdom, courage, temperance, and justice. Good enough, good enough. The reason I was jumping ahead and said strength that seems to be their uh, fortitude, courage. Yes. So, excuse me. Courage is strength, and justice is justice. Now the reason we're gonna run through that one more time: wisdom or prudence, courage or fortitude or strength, and then we also have temperance and justice, right? Um, that would be the four cardinal virtues, and they sound very familiar. In my life, I have been profoundly impacted not only by Final Fantasy, occult fan, Final Fantasy, especially 7, 8, 9, 10, 12, 3, um, especially those ones, <laughs> um, but especially 8 and 9, I suppose to say, mostly of all that squaring of the circle there. And we see that the other series that I hold on parity with Final Fantasy is the Zelda series. Um, I really can't even tell you how much they've impacted my life. Majora's Mask, Ocarina of Time, Link's Awakening, A Link to the Past, such important games. Minish Cap especially, too. And even the Oracles of Ages and Seasons. All of these are great games with great uh, messages in them, in my opinion. Ooh, and I see Trivium Quadrivium. Excellent. Oh, they're relating the uh, four cardinal virtues to the Quadrivium. Of course, that's correct. Oh, I love how this all rolls together. Ooh, this is delicious. Delicious. Soul deliciousness. All right, people. So, in Zelda, you really kind of got to know, like, the main three Triforces. Especially, like, Excuse me, princess! <laughs> especially when you look into the TV series. Uh, you can get a good depiction of like the how they used to color them differently with the red green and the blue the green being courage 
uh, kind of a greeny gold even uh, to get the green and the yellow in there. And then you have the red one of power and the blue one of wisdom, of course, to collect all three Triforces is the perfect godhead that created the universe, really. So you take that kind of like eight or nine into then the, the four and uh, the three, and you see that the three in the Zelda series, especially Ocarina of Time, this is expressed uh, in the opening, the creation myth, really. That was the big 1998. That game was the flagship of the series that would appear to be. And remains a perfect game. And so there's the idea that these three goddesses created the reality, right? And of course in Japan, the sun is a woman and the moon is a man. And so that's the evil, leering man now we're switching over to in the Majora's Mask. Remember, that moon is a masculine moon. All right? It's a Marquet moon. So when you look at how there's a idea of the three trident goddesses creating the reality or, you know, the holy, you know, you have the Triforce. But there's an inverted triangle there as well, right? So there's a fourth triangle. And I believe that to be the justice the balance, like the negative space, right? If you can see how that works, then you got the four different virtues within the power, the wisdom, the courage. And see, that's why I said for this one, um, temperance. See, I'm jumping ahead of myself again. <laughs> I had thought this out, this out only briefly. So they do have um, courage and fortitude with strength. So courage and strength are analogous here in what I said earlier. But if you look at one of the if you say courage, for example, to be just, you could easily try to work this in and say the temperance is the negative space. <laughs> See, I, t I talk about how these metaphors can be seen from different angles. I'm just working with this as we make it up as I go along. This is just kind of fun to think about, and um, I will work on it as I go forward, but it's important to add these in here. But let's talk about some of these, really just break them down in their four characteristics. And the way we're going to do this is apply to the tarot principles according to Gareth Knight and take this or leave this, but this is how he has it. And that is the fool and the magician, the zero and the one encompass everything. Now he breaks it down into the four principles, right? You could say like, like sea and sky or land and sky. And then we have the four directions, the four elements, however you want, right? Strength, temperance, justice in the world. The 11 card, strength, the 14 card, temperance, the 8 card, justice, because we're using type A ordering, type B would flip those, and then we have 21 being the world. So again, strength, temperance, justice, world. And strength, as the first principle, rules over, according to a system, the high priestess, the empress, the emperor, and the hierophant, right? So let's look at those for a quick second. He has those as the 11 card strength for 2, 3, 4, and 5. Now, there's numerological characteristics of all of these. They're all kind of um, the earlier cards in the series. These are all what some people call like the social, of the, if you're doing the seven-part ordering, right? Uh, the social, the uh, mental or higher aspect, and then the universal or cosmic aspect, however you want to do that. But then there's other ways of ordering it, like he has right here. And again, to carry it on, the temperance does rule the, or is the principle, he says, of the lovers, chariot, hermit, and wheel of fortune. Keep that going. Justice, 8 over hanged man, 12, 13 death, 15 devil, tower at 16, trump tower elected in 16. League of Ults. The numbers, Matty, the numbers. All right, so we got also uh, the world card now over the celestial, such as the star, the moon, the sun, last judgment. 
as they call it in this deck. Uh, they also call the tower in his deck the Lightning Blasted Tower, and I happen to have a favor for that, or even the Le Mans des Deux, or however it is, Le Mans Dieu, like the House of God. I like that one too. Um, for different reasons, of course. Um, so, anyways, I, I'm bringing these in so we can talk about it and see how there's very wide applicable natures to these things of course right but it's it it's worth since you're only getting this like one course of a podcast education conversation going on right now gotta include that stuff gotta have that con the contextual and that's where we go to the first i suppose you would say wisdom <laughs> prudence sophia for the greek uh, Pista Sophia, which I like the idea that the Demiurge and Sophia could just be aspects of particular uh, emanations of what the giant dream is doing, if you will. But um, I do have a particular penchant and affinity and love for Sophia, wisdom itself. I add to the common stock of human wisdom, and it is important to evolve and to have fun, mother. So let me be prudent. Wisdom. So, you know, right here, ability to discern the appropriate course of action in, to be taken in a given situation at the appropriate time. I have no problem reading straight off. This is, this is fine. Bastion of Truthness, Wicca, Wiki, Wonka, Wonkopedia. And the point is, is that to know, you know, that's, that's like, well, doesn't that sound like you know just how much? Well, let's compare that to temperance, first of all, right? Uh, temperance, also known as restraint. So, the practice of self-control. I would I would definitely say that's the uh, the the blank triangle in the triforce. Um, abstention, see there it is. Discretion and moderation, tempering the appetite. I'm sorry, I, I want to say that's appetites. It does say appetition. That's neat. I like that. Um, Sophrosune, which is um, S O with a uh, it's an omega O with a thing, so it's a ah Sophrosune, P H. R-O-S-Y-N-E, right? Um, une, the Y is a U, and A, uh, it's an E with a line over it. So for Sune, it's a Greek word. It also can be translated as sound-mindedness, right? So when you temper a bell, right, to be of, of healthy mind. So you can be of healthy mind but not use that appropriately. So prudence itself already shows the discretion and how to d discern between what prudence is and temperance. But wouldn't one need to be of sound mind to do such a thing, perhaps? Now, you can have that, but if you don't have the will, right, uh, fortitude, forbearance, ooh, <laughs> interesting, strength, endurance, per, uh, what's the word I'm looking, perdurabo, right, but what's uh, to persist, there you are, <laughs> courage, excellent, my favorite, I think, um, Gryffindor, oh, hell yeah! I guess you could even say, <laughs> you could even say these are the Harry Potter houses. Wisdom for Ravenclaw, um, courage for or fortitude for Gryffindor, of course. Now you got temperance and justice, right? And I gotta say that temperance might be with this whole restraint thing and self control sounds a lot slitherny, while justice sounds very Hufflepuffy. And so gonna go with that. My mentor in masonry says, you know, well, I hope he doesn't mind, but he's a Hufflepuff, and I knew it. But this is the case, guys. If you run into a Hufflepuff and you're and you and you're a Potter person, <laughs> not like a sock puppet, you—that's uh, a Potter pal. <laughs> um, you will, and actually, 
Harry and the Potters are from right around here. Um, <clears throat> if you run into a Hufflepuff, it's totally okay to um, say that they're a Hufflepuff. But guess what I am? And you want to say Hufflepuff, but then you go, oh, um, Gryffindor, Ravenclaw? And then they'll be very kind and polite about it and explain how everyone does the same thing you just did. And if you do it that way, you're probably a Gryffindor talking to a Hufflepuff. The Ravenclaw might have no problem indulging in that to the point inciseness. So without any further uh, Potter power, I'm going to be prudent and pursue. Uh, uh, or that is to say, yeah, let's pursue the focus of justice. Um, it says... Also considered as fairness, the most extensive and most important virtue, the Greek word also having the meaning righteousness. Now, I think about temperance, by the way, and the card is actually showing traditionally in some cases a figure. That's, I, I always have a, get this thing with 14s and 7s, and I think that people know this, whoever has the numerological insight, because the temperance card and the star card feel very similar. I think it's maybe uh, something about uh, the ibis and river in the star sometimes, but... My point being, with the to, to draw back to the temperance card, right? That shows a figure that is withholding, right? It's not the same silence as prudence, I think. It's a different kind of silence. And I'm not saying it's a dark silence. Now we've gone there with Slytherin. You know what I mean? Because maybe I'm not entirely correct on the ordering of that, for example. But anyways, um, the temperance card shows a figure that is doling out a particular amount of energy, doling out a particular energy, just like the star card shows how the planets, or what we call planetary bodies, including the sun and the moon, the lunar sphere, um, do to generate and churn out in numerically um, fractal energy in the prismatic sense, as best actually uh, depicted in the English magic tarot. So you'll find that card with a Newton-esque figure. Uh, oh, there's the chariot again. You'll find that character uh, on the... And that's funny. The seven card was confused on the Twin Peaks slice of Twin Peaks. And he's like, but eight's a very fine number too. Of course it is. David Lynch, I love you. I love you, I love you. Um, and so, to get back around to the concept of the star card and that's churning out the energies... And this is some kind of like high priestess shit, I suppose. Or, uh, but anyways, um, but then you get back to the 14 card, which is temperance, right? And it even on this card shows the pelican feeding its young and the phoenix dropping flames down. And I see a mystic rose there on the cross. And this is the Masonic tarot uh, from uh, Jean Bouchard. I wonder if he's a brother. Um, you would think I would have found that out by now. I've had these cards. They're magnificent. And I just got an excellent new magician from the Coleman Smith, um, design giant tarot bag to carry them in. It's very, it's like felt material. It's lovely. Very heavy duty. It's got this little ringy thing I could probably put a pencil through or something. Uh, I use pencils. Usually I have like two. Yeah. You can never have just two though. I always have three. My buddies will know what I'm talking about with mind horns. You got two horns on each side of your head. Yeah, well, you got to get the third active, too. Uh, don't worry about the profane's horns. <laughs> They're tuning into an entirely different subset of <laughs> lingering ghosts. But all you have to do is burn brightly. And also remember, like the pelican, to self-sacrifice. And yet the phoenix is the sun, and the pelican is the lunar, is the self-sacrifice. So this card shows the temperance figure, our fourth virtue, right? taking the essence, the feather fire flames dropped from the phoenix 
in the solar decanter, the vase. And by the way, uh, shout out to one of my brethren who said, uh, what is a Grecian urn? I said, um, I think it's a poem. And he says, mm, what is that? I'm like, I don't know. And he's like, about seven drachma. And I'm like, so now there you go. You're welcome. There's one for you. It's clean too. Um, and then she's mixing it. It looks like both streams are going up and down, of course, but she's mixing it into a different shaped vase, which has a pointed end and it's resting in some, it looks like coals or something, but you'd have to see it beautiful figure almost doing um, a, a jupiterian foot stance or um almost anyways so and then below her to symbolize the lunar aspect of course is the pelican who's self how you say sacrificing and it makes me think of course the song reflection uh, but that's an 11 for fortitude. So we'll come back around. And if you're following all of us, and the reason that we're getting around to this is exactly the kind of thing that you cultivate within yourself. There's the you inside and then the real you inside. And both of these forces go back and forth. And you can cultivate the true you. There, These are obviously different levels of you know exposition later, meaning that I'll break down what I'm saying into further concepts later. That's a good one for next time. Next six of discs. Six of di Anyways, so you're going to be able to find the idea that this Phoenix rebirth mixed with the self-sacrifice energy, right? So I hope that's um, a powerful and useful metaphor while we're talking about these virtues like the day of what we are inside. The daemon or something. I don't know. My ears just started ringing, so I think I'm onto something. And it just did a quick little ring, too. So uh, if we see, and maybe I was on to something too about the trivium into the quadrivium with the three goddesses and the triforce and now, you know what I mean? So maybe maybe these can't be applicable thricely, you know, and there's a reason that uh, wisdom and temperance are split apart into four. And there's a reason that we've been using this four-part system and somehow it seems to be related to quadrivium. By the way, the quadrivium is what? Quadrivium is basically a point and then a second dimension, a third dimension, and a fourth dimension. Also uh, seen as uh, the arts of, uh, well, let's start in proper order, arithmetic, okay? That's the first one. And uh, then you have, or, you know, just number, basically. And then you have geometry, which is space or shape. Then you have music, which is time or number of time. And then you have number in space and time, which is, of course, astronomy or astrology, which ties it around to the zodiac and the tarot. And our Mystic Rose, even. So, now that we're on the level of understanding we have the day and the Western four cardinal virtues, let's talk about what it is to make these part of who you are. All right? That's our next part coming up right here. Wow, we are humming right along, aren't we? This is some really good stuff. Um... I'm really excited about the tons of different ways that we can look at this. And remember, any kind of feedback, thoughts, uh, you know, impressions, visions, or any other cool feedback and design that you feel to artistically generate or impart or pass into, uh, please on the six of swords discord uh, under the relevant thread you put comedy under comedy art under art zodiac under zodiac any of the conversations we're having about virtue uh, these could be generally relegated under the wisdom so go under the wisdom thread and uh give a shout out and talk to me there about uh, what you think 
uh, of what I'm saying here and your impressions. And uh, yeah, let's share that around and see what people have to say over in the Six of Swords Discord there. So uh, Invisible's Reading Group coming up. Wait a minute. Just before you do that, I would feel bereft if I did not mention my gratitude for Miguel and Aeon Bite and the recent Nietzsche episode talking about the camel and the lion and then the addition combination to the perfected magical child. Now back to the show. So basically looking at the four different virtues within us or understanding it, this is like what you are inside, like the dude that abides. It's these four different chemical constituents bloody bile thingity doodlies sanguine and cleric alike but in different orders and i don't think that it's you know really smart of people to discredit like the theories that have lasted throughout time that have been written by the people who must have been prominent enough to last and then thirdly to have ideas that have merit that have lasted and even throughout centuries so it's like people oh those savages i'm like you fool you utter utter fool you have no conceptualization of, like, how smart people are at all times, like, throughout history. They're smart people always. Like, I need to learn more about the emperors and classics, frankly. Like, I need to dig into also the Chinese and there's Africans, uh, African histories and South American, like, South American Aztec to everything that I don't have enough of a knowledge about. But the point is, is when you see humans enough, you see these patterns repeat and these emotions that we all have and these different kinds of cycles of patterns are all based upon reducible at least in some finitum structure um like listicles basically and so you, you come down to these four different things so you want to talk about what we can do to make ourselves better in this world right and it's obviously okay it's not about relying on external power structures it's the destruction of authority in that sense it's the utter annihilation of an external manifold uh, governing your true understanding of who you are truly inside because all of those external systems are useful for maybe the outer self, the true inside self, the heart of hearts, the inner sanctum, if you will. That is not something that is governed by the same things that these senses govern. These cardinal virtues, I am saying, have their utility to a degree. That being said, let's work on them together and, and continue to. And as we think about this together here, we're going to say that this conversation continues, of course, on the Six of Swords Discord until I figure out how to wrap these four shows together like a Six of Series, Six of Shows, the Six of Tarot Card Podcast you will listen to, right? Until I come up with a better, it's still the Six of Swords Discord, since that's the flagship show. So, coming back around, we can continue the discussion there. That being said, power, wisdom, courage, and now I will add, of course, the translation of also temperance, or prudence, courage, temperance, and justice. These four cardinal virtues, these are wisely ordered to start with wisdom. <laughs> Wisdom, of course, makes me think of maybe we could say like Mercury or something. Maybe we can describe somehow like Mercury, Saturn, you know, <laughs> Venus, Jupiter, Mars. No, that's two. There's five. It's, it's already out of the question. All right. Um, well, anyways, we're not going to do that then for now. But obviously, prudence, wisdom, Sophia, right? That is, I don't know if erudition would come onto, on, onto, that, uh, onto the purview of prudence. 
uh, erudite prudence it's something about being erudite sounds like to have like an aplomb for the conciseness of their expression of speech and even the idioms of wit and will so they wouldn't talk too long and say things like that would they i don't think so would they i don't know i know nothing um <laughs> but you can be john snow i am not going to any of those walls uh anyways <laughs> that didn't give anything away so where are we going prudence constrain thyself good nathan lee you have to uh convey some messages here yeah um prudence or being erudite <laughs> i don't know if they're the same at this point <laughs> not even going there the ability to discern the appropriate course of action i mean yeah it's it's orientation in a way speaking of four directions it's knowing which direction energies are coming from this has to do with the conceptualization like the mystic rose almost you are the soul in the middle of this crossroads and you have to orientate yourself and know which mm, electromagnetic or mm, dream ether substance pulsar magnitude waves are coming from longitudinally latitudinally you need to know northwest east and south if you can confuse someone of course that's one of the greatest magical tricks to play i mean you'll get them believing that your media is real you know what i mean bro you know what i mean you know what i mean cool baby I knew you would. We're talking about being able to know where you're going. If you don't know if you're coming or going, you know what I mean? You're confused. It's like in Final Fantasy, you get those little, you're cuckoo. <laughs> oh, so fun. So anyways, you know, as I am being in this lifetime James Bond, it strikes me as that time that I was in Skyfall and that guy tried to tra strap me to a chair and he was going all crazy. You guys remember Skyfall? Yeah, me too. Me too. All right. So, without any further, um, you know, <laughs> discursion, I shall continue to use prudence or wisdom. And, you know, there's something different about being silent and being silent, I think. And I think there's wisdom silence and then there's temperance silence. And I think both are important. But I don't know if I have the wherewithal at this time to even make up what I'm trying to pretend that I'm talking about. You know, it's all a game, right? We're all painters. We're all artists right <laughs> just making as we go i just like to ride on my uh, pisces rising if you feel me ride the horizon bye bye remember the horizon rising sign is the undistilled energy that you would see in the dark side of the moon album cover that's how i see it and i have the courage to do so i i know the direction i'm going so now i must have like some propulsion in my locomotive or you know ratio motive because now i'm rational so i have the ratio sensei you know it, within the circle i know which what ratio or what ray or what chord i'm traveling upon and i have the will to do so following my will and wind i may just go where no one's been and it's termed fortitude forbearance strength endurance the ability to comfort confront excuse me Ooh, I like how I said it, though. The ability... Ooh, this is so perfect. I've listened to Fear Inoculum twice, and uh, my reward for doing this show is to listen to it a third time. This time, it will be the um, physical version. I've listened to the digital twice today. So, again, the ability to co confront... Con Ooh, don't be afraid. Don't be scared. Actually, I was just kind of stuttering. But I was like, oh, let's make that into a fear joke. And I did. And then I explained it. And then I said... The ability to confront fear, uncertainty, and intimidation. Man, my favorite quality, I think. I really do. 
Oh. I just really hope in my life I can become the good dude that I really want to be. Like, just always in that space of my Tao. You know what I mean? Because <laughs> no perfection's possible. But you can stay and abide in your place. And I think that's an important thing to just remember, like, be here in this body, right? Parable and then parabola, now the animated consciousness, right? And then to prevent schisms, you know, just stay in your space. If someone's out of theirs, you don't have to let yourself just stay in your center, right? That's, um, that's, uh, I don't know if that's temperance or, yeah, I guess restraint, the practice of self-control. Hey, there we go. It's leading right into it. Because now you know where you're going. Now you're moving right along. But what happens? Like, okay, you got to do it at the right pulse, the right timing. You could even see, like, the temperance maybe as the drummer. Oh, that's fun. All that, you know? All sorts of fun. We can, uh, any kind of ideas you guys have about anything I've said, so feel free to share it. We're, we're starting with the, uh, just like I always love to give shout outs to No Agenda. Because I follow the value for value model. Not only do I do that, it's not the reason I the only reason I give the shout out. I deeply love these guys. I'm actually wearing my night ring today. Hooray. <laughs> um Sir Nathan Lee Miller Foster, Chaotic Good Knight of the White Lodge, Blue Orchid of the Gold Heart Mountain Top Queen Directory, Elfstone and bearer of the sword reforged. It's my full title, but you may simply refer to me as Sir Nathan Lee. That's <laughs> like I say. I'm not. I, I well, I'll say first. I am Nathan Lee. I'm not Nathan. I'm Nathan Lee. And if that's too long, I also offer Nate. So again, you can say my full night title or Sir Nathan Lee's fine. Again, that's uh, <laughs> that's way more no agenda than uh, the other people who'd have no idea what this is about. But um, yes, if you listen to podcasts even if you must sometimes listen to them over my show i really wouldn't hold it against you and i uh, i sincerely love their show i have an immense amount of faith uh in how they operate and i have an immense amount of gratitude for what they have brought into my life and i must say i am quite fond of both of them as human souls expressed yeah that's the best way i can put that right now so um, like I try to come real, I try to come correct and I try to come from a place that is of genuine and that's worked for me, especially when I've been expressing temperance. I think temperance is maybe the one that I have the most, um, need for, and I'm just how honest to me, maybe I should be wise and express, uh, but I, I think, you know, you, you spend enough time consuming anyone's energy or that is, is <laughs> I was thinking consuming media and I really instantly felt a pain in my heart. So I'm glad that I said it like that. I'll say this. When you spend time dancing and interweaving and building with one another's ideas, energies, and feelings, or however you put that, thought forms, thought felt, felt forms, you, you know, you end up having real, this is, do not listen to this if it's not serving you. This is your day. This is your life. 15, look at 15 minutes. It goes by. You know, it's like, holy shit, the, that was 15. There's only so many of those. Okay, well, time being valuable if you're on this page. I believe that would be uh, something to do with wisdom as well. And the reason we have temperance is you want to get what you want done. It's the right action at the right time uh, with the right intention or however you want to add that from the so-called East, right? There's never just one or two. Anyways, injustice. As I say, there's never just one or two. <laughs> there's the judge. Justice, also considered as fairness, 
the most extensive and most important virtue, the Greek word also having the meaning righteousness. You know, in the end, like, the Hufflepuffs are kind of like the Christs in a way, I guess. I don't know. I, I don't want to say that. Christ is probably all four of these together perfectly. Um, you know, pardon me as I'm still at the, er the earlier stages of my magical understandings of yawn reality universe al but um yeah man i'm gonna say that uh fairness i totally dig that because i think that like where i express my truest virtue so-called right because this is not signaling <laughs> this is truly trying to grok what i'm getting around i think it's the non-violence principle is ultimately like the coolest fucking thing um there's something about leaving room for nature, leaving room for nature. Like, maybe it's just, like, letting other people, like, just do their thing if it's within, you know, um, virtuous bounds. And, like, you can have, like, weird-ass hippie orgies. Sorry to my more straight-laced listeners. I'm sure that there's so many of you, but you can have crazy shit like that, and it's still virtuous in a way. And I'm not consigning it, it that has to do with consent and awareness and intention i suppose too <laughs> any portals you're trying to rip open today <laughs> any hoot so yeah <laughs> oh it's fun it's fun to do a podcast and they're like let's 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 just pretend that there's something amusing that just entered my field of uh <laughs> perception let's just do that let's that's that's the safest way to go are people still listening okay hi guys i'm back Okay, so, what? Antebellum? Which bellum? Alright, ten years, War of the Roses? War of the UFOs? Oh, that's next year. Sorry, guys. Alright, we really are back now with more prudence, because um, I suppose I need to work on all of these. I have a lot of courage, though. <laughs> that's that's um, that's ev that's burningly evidently clear. Um, with my Leo Moon. Uh -huh. <laughs> um, so prudence, courage, temperance, and justice in any kind of situation, in any station of life, right? These are something that serves a person uh, to the utmost extent of them being able to maximize their expression in the world. I think in a way, like ultimately you can feel like it's all right to go diehard hedonist, but like you're falling off the way by forgetting that like there's a time for this and a time for that. But like ultimately, you know, we do have this like, rotation on the wheel of needing to be respectable and needing to do serious work and if you don't i guess that i can't take you seriously like i guess you're so serious about not being serious that i'd have to ask you why so serious oh ryan <laughs> no i'm not actually talking to any one individual but since i said ryan i will give a shout out to ryan pepperly who is a dear friend he is also a delightful scorpio like he knows his Yes, he does. Another brother um, of mine, a brother brother, uh, Joe DeZerman, is a Scorpio son. I have uh, other brothers that are on the Discord who I will not name their names, but they're into, um, for example, uh, now I get to bring up uh, for a second because I'm doing my interludes. <laughs> um, that's why you're here. It's one of the reasons. You know it. And um, the sexy face, too. I'm delightful to look at already. Um, Jim Egan is a friend, a mutual friend of ours, actually. Interesting. So I won't say this third brother, but um, Egan is actually a Capricorn son. Uh, but this other Scorpio brother I'm speaking of is uh, a member of our, uh, I believe he's actually going to be in the Invisibles reading group. So uh, sign up for the Invisibles reading group, by the way. Uh, you have until 11.11 at 11.11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time to go to occultfan.com. Hit the donate button, 11.11 in there. Bob's your uncle. You'll have access to the private Discord, Materia Magica, and other such things. So, 
cool, cool. And you know you're going to want to do it. You really are. Like, this is a... This is going to be like... We even had an interesting synchronicity um, that I'm, I'm hesitant to bring up to people outside of the group. So uh, we have something that's extremely powerful that people will uh, appreciate who are part of the group. And they'll be like, wow... And yes, guys, like, um, this is, lo- this is, this is on the lockdown, like in the good way. So, um, yeah, moving forward, please. So, oh, I almost lost my way there. Well, that's what wisdom is. Again, if you lose your way, see, you can't do anything if you're spinning in a circle, you know, at the center of it all, you know, the Villa of Orman, you have the, uh, pace of you, is it the pace of, I forget, Peter Levender writes about how, um, the. Uh, the universe seems to be limping around in a circle like an old man around the Milky Way or something like that. Um, so there's an upward spiral portal thing going on. Um, something about Merkaba. Okay, but I was going to say something and I started getting distracted about the Invisibles reading group. But um, that's okay. <laughs> I will surely rescue my thoughts more quickly than not. Uh, I'm going to just keep going on, though, for now. Well, you can be like, oh, you were right here. I'm like, yeah, no, I'm just going to go back over here. No. <laughs> my my discursions you come to listen for, and hopefully we come to pick up the other end of it. But don't worry. This is an ongoing thing. And I believe, oh, that's right, Scorpios. Ha-ha, <laughs> see, I did it. Ha-ha. <laughs> my mind is getting stronger. I love it. Um, So, or whatever I think this thinkity thing is, the thought receiver and projector. Manifester, thingy, doodly. <laughs> That's science, folks. Um, yeah, uh, just a shout out to Ryan and other, uh, and then to two other Scorpios because I happen to have a few. Uh, yeah. Anyways, so uh, yeah, I finished that thought in my head. You know, the sentence in my head, and we're getting clo- we're getting close to the end. But I think I've provided a good fundamental um, groundwork or a kind of like amalgamate thought glump of <laughs> stuff that can be used and um, utilized in practice like for your way of seeing things and uh, help you uh, move forward in life. So, yeah. We, we've overshot the uh, 42 minutes. But, um, yeah, I thank you for sticking with me and uh, we're getting close to uh, you know, time for me to and then uh, throw the intro, mid-tro, and outro with the uh, musics. So yeah, guys, uh, this has been a good one. I think I, I think I got across what I wanted to get across. The tying together of the uh, you know who you are inside, and I guess like we'll leave us with some praxis, meditation, uh, grounding exercises, tai chi. These are good things to start to do. Um, I'm sure that there's actually a good way to kind of break this down. Let's let's say like for wisdom, practice doing 15 minutes a day of something that is utterly initiative driven I want you to do something with initiative and wisdom because I think part of wisdom has to do with initiative because initiative is starting something and do something that helps or that no one else needs you to do just like close that door or open it for someone don't worry if they have a weird ass reaction that's all them that's all them. It's everything them, nothing you. You're a cool person for holding the door. So, uh, yeah, let's say, I don't know, that's some wisdom stuff. I want to I wanna recommend doing math games, too. I, I do want to add that to this for prudence. I think there's something about the way that, you know, the structure of doing mathematics and just practicing that. It's like, you know, does it computer, does it not? And then you know to go. And uh, it's it's not always called math, but, like, there's there's skills there, too. Math is very important. 
and it's it's very it's it's again numbers. So maybe prudence is number, because I wanted to tie these together also in a way as I give us a praxis as I leave off. I wanted to tie this together in a way that would have like my kind of like metaphysic baked into it, which is like a body of music and in harmony, right? And that's why when you know you know which direction to get the energies from, and you know what you're doing, you know you're energetically or whatever dream weaving a um, more tasty recipe, so to say, a better coherent molecular structure, numerically sound, has a Fibonacci aspect, and rides the spiral appropriately of time and the timeline, and doesn't do the up-talking too much, and it's kind of a good thing. I, I think it's going to break if I do that, and I'm not talking about my throat, but the microphone might. Anyways, maybe your ears will. I don't want that, but take heart. Have no fear. Remember, fear is the mind killer. It's almost like levels here. If the fear goes, then you can't even use wisdom. So it's like it goes all the way up to justice being the most important. So there is a sequential order, and it seems like justice being the uh, uh, equivalence to uh, astronomy. And so that's like the moral arc of history bends towards justice. And I do believe that karma is tied into this somehow as well. Whoa. Just make it up as you go along, and sometimes you just kind of, you know, have that amnesis. Uh, God bless that Pisces rising with that Libra zero zero degree sun and that Leo moon. Temperance. Temperance is known as restraint, but we skipped over courage in a way. <laughs> But yes, if fear is the mind killer and you cannot have strength, like it's you got to think about it like an energetic process too. It's like spark of intention, and now it can go. But now it needs to do the right thing, and now it needs to be the right thing for the right reason. That kind of thing. It's basically like be a good dude, or think about it in the Chinese kind of like, you know, an, an alternate way to the, our way of looking at it. But it comes back around to the same. And I don't know, as far as I can tell. Or similar. Maybe like there's a 1210 difference or something, right? <laughs> oh, Fiukus! Anyways, so basically, you're going to get this. Um, you're going to get this because it's going to go wisdom and then courage. And like I said, for courage, practice doing stuff that makes you fucking, you know, afraid. See, it's not that bad. Just remember, silliness. It's okay. It's going to be okay. Life is only long enough for a joke, says Herman Hesser. Eternity is, excuse me. Fear. That kills your mind. That kills everything about the the mood and everything like that, right? You don't want to be that guy. You want to be the guy who's expressing gratitude and expansiveness, right? You don't want to be the shrivelly guy. You want to be the expansive guy, no matter how your station is in life. And I mean, you know, I say guy. I'm, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a guy. <laughs> I don't, uh, I don't accept any labels put on to me, like uh, anything, especially like, like, wow, that has to do with like science and shit. So fucked up. And if you don't know what I'm going on about there, that's okay. It doesn't matter. I'm just I'm just a guy. I'm just a dude. I'm just a hero. Air guitar with some cool sound effects and a guitar. And now I'm thinking of Tim and Erica. <laughs> that went well. Let's keep going. All right. The Caridians. <laughs> it's free real estate. All right, guys. So temperance. Let me balance this all out because it's fun, too. Like... You gotta have courage, so like fear inoculate yourself, basically. Uh, fear therapy, exposure therapy, take cold showers, um, 
like even do like the um Wim Hof breathing once in a while, some breathing stuff like and make that a regular part, like once a week or something. You know, that'll really get you and your body dance. For fuck's sake, dance. You know, like they say in that great song with Boz Lerman, everybody's free. Just dance. Do it as if nobody's around. You know what I mean? That's so important. Get into your body. Oh, it's such a precious thing. It's not a curse. You're lucky to have it. It deteriorates. Enjoy it now. It's not going to be as good tomorrow, maybe. I'm just saying, you can be healthy, keep it going, but you know, enjoy it. Don't be a fool about it. Remember, temperance. That's the that's the that's the thing about the restraint part, right? <laughs> we get to that. <laughs> so now we're going on, and it's just like, all right, well, slow your roll, slow your roll. This is cool, but why don't we aim it? See that? See that alley? That's your goal right there. Yep, yep. That's where you're going. All right, now go straight. Now don't go off the side, right? You know where you're going. Now you're pushing it. Now stay on course. Stay on target. Stay on target, right? Bigs darks, uh, bigs dark lighter in wedge Antilles. Uh, two characters, Biggs and Wedge, that were also a big uh, uh, inspiration for uh, the fine folks of Final Fantasy who put uh, even was it Gibbs and Dewig <laughs> in Final Fantasy XII, but they had uh, um, Biggs and um, Wedge in every single Final Fantasy, or at least many of them, like Final Fantasy VIII, Nine. Well, did they have... I don't think Nine had them, actually. Sorry. Seven and Eight did, though. That's what I was trying to say. Anyways, yeah, um, seven, they were part of Avalanche, and eight and nine, sorry, eight again, see what I'm doing with that, um, the fascinating thing is they were Galbadian guards, and they kept getting demoted, it was fucking all, it was great, all right, so anyways, um, temperance is keeping the course, and then justice, you know, it's, it's, you, if, if it was wise enough to do, like, or it would work, that is to say, on this plane, should you do it? And in what intensity and what amount? You know what I mean? I know that's temperance, but there's a justice aspect of temperance that seems like a limitation or a Saturnian or some kind of directive, or maybe it's a Virgo way of seeing it by partitioning it. But the point is, is that I'm just giving certain ways to see this. But for temperance, all right. Um, I wouldn't recommend this for every person, but like if you have a drinking problem, uh, take a lot of time off. <laughs> that's then try it again or hey was that good no okay you're, you're okay so like th that's a complicated thing because it deals literally with spirits but i would say that like you know for people who have maybe a moderate like again if you're an alcoholic this is not advice for you but if you're a person you know i believe a majority of people uh who have these kind of drinking issues if they deal with their shadow self integrate and deal with their work they'll be able to um deal in moderation this includes having proper social support people in your life who know your uh, deepest tendencies and everything else like that because you don't want to pop that cork and just go off again like again and that doesn't have to do just with drinking let's bring it back to road rage let's bring it back to even like maybe it's like how you deal with your spouses like what other people you know that shit that drives us all nuts sometimes but like other people like you know they don't have the same thing so it's nothing to them but you know if you were in this situation it would be you know, you no place to judge. Anyways, you know, it's, it's like that for us all. Planks out of eyes, guys, right? So, I guess I want to say just for that, like, temperance, you know, do things that you might otherwise overindulge in and just, like, a push-up with your will or whatever, like, with your temperance will, 
that kind of restraining will because we can see a difference in these types of wills almost and I, I, I'll revisit this topic later for sure with more knowledge and better articulacy and more seriousness as well in that degree. Um, but yeah, ultimately, you would want to be able to make sure that you can get a handle on that because that's your ability to filter. That's like the activity gate filter, like the ligand-gated channel. you got to be able to deal with that shit appropriately. And um, I'm not going to speak for anyone who has particular, because uh, I very intimately understand the alcohol uh, and drug addiction on my life path has been very interesting. And I'll tell you what, people, if you're listening to my show, I'll be honest with you. I, uh, hey, what, what age was I when they threw me into AA the first time? I don't even know. But anyways, you got to understand, I do not consider myself an alcoholic, by the way. I am absolutely not. However, I do notice that my life is superb when I'm, you know, cannabis coffee or just nothing, whatever. Yeah, never have coffee, right? <laughs> Again, planks and eyes. But the point is, is that alcohol for me, I found out not only does no one like a, a drink like a Pisces, Frederick Xavier helped me with that one. Shout out to that man. He is the man. Shout out to that magician. He's more than a man. He's a magician. Any hoot. I'll tell you what. No one likes to drink like a Pisces. But then I found out in this magical book that I found, this astrology book about love. It's called Love Lives. Or love lives, depending on how you do that. Wind, wind. And um, that's interesting. Interesting, interesting. So, anywho, um, yeah, when you look at the uh, fact that I'm a Libra son, it says that too much, one of the things about Libra is like a caution with Libras is like too much drink will set them off their scales. So, I think of Crowley and Parsons both being the Libra sons. Like, you know, I'm like, yeah, 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 I get it. I get it. I get it. So, I'm going to be most useful to this world when I'm treating spirits across the board of all kinds of all locations and of all virtues with the appropriate temperance eh? I mean that but yeah hey right now 10 months over 11 months over whatever it is I don't know it's good it's not like it's a big thing it's it's where I'm doing right now and I'm very proud of myself for moving in this direction and I think that's a very wise thing that I did. It took a lot of courage to take this temperance. And I'm telling you why. Because ultimately, I'm trying to bend this moral arc chaotically good towards justice. That's what's up. You want to practice justice? Do it. You know what's just. You know in your heart of hearts, you good people listening. And some of you neutral people listening. And do not listen to my show if you are not at least neutral. <laughs> Um, not like you would. Well, <laughs> I guess I won't have to worry about saying don't. <laughs> that'll, that'll be, uh, anywho, virtuous life is good. That's what I'm saying. It's who you really are. Be good vibes. I mean, like I've, 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 I'm like you. I've had my shares of successes and failures and all I'm concerned with is now molding myself percentage-wise to the spectrum of success 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 a couple of you know I Richard Grove is someone I I hold dear and Lisa is his wife they're both very important people who run the autonomy course and of course they also have tragedy and most important the autonomy course and I'll get into that another time but here's for the meantime talks about uh, Richard Grove talks about how you have to 
rack up a certain amount of percentage points and failures before you can even succeed. And it's it's not like some kind of Neptunian dream where like this, that, the other thing. Oh, it all worked out. I mean, examples prove the rule. It's like that 10,000 hours of practice or 20,000 hours, which isn't necessarily, I don't know if that's true or not, you know, Gladwell being Gladwell, but, you know. So the idea is that you still got to put stuff into it and you got to actually do the alchemy. And this goes back to the virtue. It goes back to what it really is. You know, I mean, and then that's an interesting thing to end with the concept of what a fake is with virtue and virtue signaling to bring it back around. Because what is what is fake? What is what is real? Right. If you watch F is for fake by Orson Welles, which is his, like eyes wide shut in a sense, you end up uh, getting this artist who forges these Picassos and all these other things. And the whole thing's about this guy calling him out as being a fake. This is very, very clever. The whole thing is, of course, a documentary, a real, 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 very real documentary. <clears throat> 1973, same year as Dark Side of the Moon. Um, so, and Houses of the Holy. Let that not go unmentioned. A uh, Steely Dan. That was Countdown to Ecstasy, 1973. Yes. All right. Enough of that. So, um, basically, <laughs> excuse me. That was fun. 1973. Uh, he's talking about what's real and what's fake. And I think there's something about how, again, Picasso. There was a line saying, and if this is real or fake, but you know, <laughs> you know. Robert Anton Wilson's your uncle. The idea is that if you have a fake that's so real and people treat it as real, or then there's like these different experts and you show them this and then they say it's, you know, oh, that's fake. But then you show them the same painting with this and it's real and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Like, it really does come down to, you know, question authority. Think for yourself. Do you like it? You know, it's pretty, but is it art? You know what I mean? Well, if it's for the artiest one, then going to be pretty and you're the artsiest one because you're the artiste creating a reality ultimately the truest trinity seems to be that there is the creator the created and the art appreciator live so beautifully so that whatever at our end of our lives or whatever the purpose of this is or even if it's a real time kind of gestalt quality that we could be living in the golden age right now then realize that the virtue that you know, inside you is that's your art. That's another art for you. That's another creation for you. You can create a beautiful masterpiece, and that is how you vibe in this world. And it doesn't have to be sappy. If it's sappy, you're doing it wrong. And if it's overbearing, you're doing it wrong. There's a certain perfection that can be striven for by each of us that we each emblematize. Be you a son of Jupiter, like a Scorpio, oh, excuse me, I'm sorry, I'm going ahead of myself, that's a, that's a son of Mars, but I was trying to, I was, I was going to start with the Scorpios and such, but, yeah, I'm fond of certain Scorpio risings, is where I was going, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a Pisces rising, yeah, I like these, uh, these Cancer risings, Scorpio, the water signs, good stuff, good stuff, so anyways, I guess where I'm going with all of this is basically, like, whether you be a son of Jupiter, or a son of Saturn, or a daughter of Mars, or a daughter of venus or whatever and that means you know your rising sign and uh relegating it you know leo being the sun and cancer to the moon and yada 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 so i mean what is, what is this that's the other thing you have a certain kind of astrological component um i call it your uh, astral dna 
and it's what builds you up in this world. It's like what you have as like a, a you know, like some people are like 18 feet tall. Some people are like two feet tall. I know I'm exaggerating. The point is, is that <laughs> the point is, is that you're probably the giant and the little man from Twin Peaks if I'm talking about you. But no, um, the man from another place is, uh, is what it is, too. But um, no, like you have, you know, certain things can be fluxed with and changed and alchemically, you know, maybe uh, neutralized and built upon in other ways. But like without being overcomplicated, the majority of us have a particular kind of blueprint that we came here to achieve uh, kind of like um, essential flow Taoist perfection that we can get into in a harmony. And this is what we want. Harmony is like so important. It's the, the, the harmony of the spheres. If we want the, you know, the planets not to collide into each other. You know, maybe as above, so below. You know, if the comet's coming, it's only because we manifested it. If the destruction comes, it's only because we allowed it. You know, it's ultimately, this is the land of the free, too. Ultimately, this is still America. Even though for all the perversions and catastrophes and constitutions that have befallen this nation, we are still ultimately a republic. We are still ultimately free. And we still ultimately have a responsibility to act as that beacon on the hill. Anyways. That would be virtue, in my opinion. And I think we've drawn to a close for the show. Thank you so much for listening. I hope I brought some virtue into your life. I hope you can feel where I'm coming from. And, uh, you know, next time you listen to some really good music, understand that there's a virtue in that. And it's like Lewis Carroll talks about, I read this on a blog called Brain Pickings, Maria Popova. Popanova? I'm sorry, Maria. I do not remember your last name right now. It's been years, but this stuck with me. She's born in the same year as me, of course. But this stuck with me. It was a Lewis Carroll quote talking about diets and it was talking about that we need to have a brain diet just as much as we need to have a food diet. So what goes in, you know, on this level for the the gross material, so-called the physical, the same thing. It's input, output and um, amalgamation. It is the art, the art appreciator and the artist. And so it depends on, you know, where you are in each of those triune consciousness cycles in a way. But it's not something that I think is necessarily um, hard and fast, but it's extremely useful in some other cases to talk about things in that way. And it does make me think of the video that comes along with Fear Inoculum. And with that, my good people, thank you so much for listening to the Six of Discs. This has been the second episode, and I really appreciate you listening and for me to talk about virtue. So, you know, let's cut the signal. I'll talk to you later. All right, well... Virtue is as virtue does. And I hope you got something considerable out of this episode. If you did, it would be virtuous value for value. Virtue for virtue. So, <laughs> I see something coming of that. But without further ado, that's our show. And you know where to go. Six of Swords Discord. And go down to the Wisdom thread. Go up to the highest reaches of your soul and share with us what you got. Until next time, guys, thanks for listening to the Six of Discs.